0: Hi, I'm Kate
4: Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is POOG, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This This is is POOG. POOG. Today's topics, loosely speaking,
5: sea creature, bruschetta, straw.
4: So how's Rome?
5: Everything you could have dreamed. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tell me. Oh, mm, my God. We've well, gotten exactly one photo of a piece of pizza. Ah!
5: No, then I followed up. You said more. And then I followed up with a couple of pastas.
4: Oh, that's true. From
5: uh, uh, how do you say? Oh, I cannot lock in on the accents. I mean, the, the uh, which part of the word, the things. Um,
4: Okay, sorry Jacqueline. I'm not reacting properly because it's really choppy. It's really choppy again Again, yeah,
5: I'm wondering if perhaps it was just my own disfluency that you were experiencing Could it be? No, it's choppy the way you express yourself. No, you know that sort of thing
4: (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no Here I have a fun idea
5: the second you hear me say what? the word that refers to a sea creature, I want you to throw your fucking hand up and say, I, I. And that's our experiment. Are you ready? Are you ready for it?
4: Okay.
5: I'll wait till you, till you know. Okay. Yep. The second you're paying attention, right? The second I say a sea creature, you're going to go, I. Okay, you ready? Octopus. The sound stopped. Hi. Hi. You did that immediately, you're telling me? This is absurd. Yes. (laughs) Why don't we just do two separate monologues? You go first. Talk for a half hour.
4: (laughs) No. I can't do that. Talk for a half an hour? No,
5: I certainly could.
4: <laughs> why don't you? Why don't? Why don't you go? Just have a be. Ro- why? How about it? Just how about this episode is just Jacqueline the Rome Diaries? Okay, You can give it a shot. Why don't you just talk and then I'll listen and then I'll eventually respond?
5: Well, right, right. I could talk for like five minutes and then you respond for like five minutes. Why don't we do this as letters? This will actually work. We'll do it as letters. I'm going to send you an audio letter right now. Are you ready for it? And then you'll respond in full. That way we'll only have to deal with the delay once or, you know, a couple times. Dear Kate, <laughs> here I am in Rome. You know, back in the day, gals used to write each other letters much like this. And, um, you know, the closest experience I've had to it in recent years was Marco Polo, right? Uh, just to be able to speak uninhibited uh, or without having to worry about, oh, do I have to let them say something now? (laughs) Here I am in Rome. I am in my Airbnb. It's everything, everything you could dream of. It has black and white tiled floors. It has a small low to the ground couch and a second chair and a kind of brocade. There is a terrace. I have washed my laundry and hung it out there on clips. I have been making espresso in the mornings, not unusual, but to do it here in Rome has a different quality. Uh the things I've eaten last night, I had some kind of white rabbit ragu. I had a a um a pasta with um with a uh, okay so that yes, so that was a ragu, a white rabbit ragu over the pasta. I had a cacio pepe with a truffle. I had a something with a with um mm, what's the word? Um calamari. And the gamberi. <laughs> I had a bruschetta. You bruschetta, bruschetta. You eat, okay? Yeah, and you heard me. It's bruschetta, okay, with a hard k. And Chris and I discussed it on the way over to the restaurant, and I said, okay, well, I want it. There's this bruschetta on the menu with these sardines, the alici, and the and the um, t- the cheese. And I'm going to want to get it. And I'm afraid because I've been told years ago by my friend, Laura, that it's actually bruschetta or bruschetta. Okay. Despite the Americans pushing the bruschetta angle for some time in the late nineties. And so I waited for, I pointed, I waited for the glorious server Oh, this woman. She was a dream. I walked by in the evening. I said, I want to dine here. I had read about it. And she said, um, there was a book. I'll say it that way. There was a humongous book. I had to come back the next day. I had to walk over. Oh, you know, bother someone. Say, anyway, I can get a reservation. It was impossible online, etc. And they just pull out a huge tome. And in goes my name. And over do I go last night. I had an aperitivo. I had a um, a classic Aperol spritz last night at, at a place that is literally referenced in Eat, Pray, Love. You heard me. Okay. Uh, no, I've not seen the film. I read the book. That's all I'll say. And I had that I had a Negroni with dinner. And as you know, as I've said in the past, I couldn't get get myself into Negroni while in the States. However, here it makes perfect sense. Alright, I'll let you respond to that meal first. Okay. I mean, if you want, I have more to say.
4: Um Okay, I'll try to say something. Hearing you talk about First of all, I'm astonished that you haven't seen Eat Pray Love. You read the book, you say the movie is a fairly important cultural artifact. I haven't watched it in years. There's a real there's a scene that always confused me. I actually almost have no trouble. Normally I'm very terrified at spoiling things, but for some reason this is what this is what stands out for me. Is there's a scene between Julie? I'm just gonna tell you, it's it's completely fine. It's a minor detail.
5: Um, I read the book. Go for it. I'm not worried about things. I know what happens.
4: Okay, so Peter Friedman, are you aware? The the well, no, it's not Peter Friedman. Jesus fucking Christ! It's um, oh my god, kill me right now. An actor. Hang on, hang on. How dare I? Yes, I'm absolutely beside myself. Let's just say he's the elder ghost dad on Six Feet Under, and his name is escaping me. Oh, Jacqueline does not. Oh, that mean um, no, no,
5: no, <laughs> uh, no, 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 Richard
4: Jenkins. Jesus.
5: No, yeah, and I'm humiliated that I even hesitated for a second because.
4: Okay, Richard Jenkins. When
5: someone else says they can't remember something, and then they. They say they've set you up to not be able to remember it. Then it's harder to remember. I actually ran into this yesterday. I'll tell you about it after.
4: So Richard Jenkins plays someone that Julia Roberts meets at an ashram. Mm. And he's this, you know, lovable character who's there, who's giving her tips. Mm -hmm. He mocks her for eating too much when she arrives because she's coming from Rome (laughs) where she's used to devouring plates of pasta and entire pizzas imagine and squeezing into her jeans and all this and there's a scene I'm building this up so much and it's whatever um there's a scene where that actually is acting wise I'm like okay yeah where she's like why are you here to him and he's like mm-hmm. well and proceeds to tell her her this you know his origin story of, you know, or what happened to him, right? What trauma led him him there, which is him talking about being a drunk and Mm. being like a shit dad. And there's this big scene where he's like, my son was playing in the driveway with toys. I was Mm. drunk and I got in my car and I wanted to hightail it out of there. And you see her start, it's really good Julia work, okay? You see Julia kind of go like- Wow, I gotta see it. She puts her hand to her mouth. She's like, oh my God. And us, the viewer going- he ran over his child. Right. Right. Which is like, and that's what, you know, that's, that's the most to, to kill your kid because you're drunk is like the most unimaginable horror. So anyway, (laughs) he doesn't kill him. He goes, he got out of the way. They're going this whole thing and he goes, he got out of the way (laughs) just in time. No. (laughs) And that, and as a viewer, you're like, What? So I have a I have a Mm. theory, which is that they that he did die not reshoot. But they're like, let's do one where you didn't kill him. Yeah, because the correct scene is I ran over my son. And that is drama. That is why we go to the theater. That is why we watch the shadows cast on the wall to to play out the most horrifying. And, you know, it's
5: not drama. That's comedy.
4: And it's not fucking drama. It's comedy. His kid got out of the way. Yeah. And he goes, woo, close call. And it's like, what? So they had to have shot the scene where he says, and I killed him and I crushed his skull. And then they went, you know what? That's a little much. We want to get families in here to yeah. get some, yeah. you know, our base, our mothers. <laughs> yes. The mothers so will not
5: tolerate.
4: Anyway, that is just what, that's a scene in that movie that always just really sticks out. I got to look up the budget for that movie on my own time. It should be. It could be important to revisit it uh, for my own, for all of our own reasons.
0: Can I rant for a sec? Please.
1: Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Cachoe Pepe with truffle. Wow. Cachoe Pepe is something that is... I loved it for so long. It became... Ah. (laughs) It rose in popular culture. And I was who was I with? Was I with John? Or maybe I even just heard him retelling this. He was at a restaurant. I think he was at a restaurant and was like, "Oh, the cacio pepe," and the wait and the and the server said, "It's kind of like adult mac and cheese." Yeah, which is one of the most crass. Well, the fact that I've ever heard. First
5: of all, John. Okay, I have a lot to say. May I? Go. John John prides himself on the preparation of the Caccio. So I cannot help but wonder, <laughs> for one, if somehow that server said that before John was able to communicate how, you know, deeply aware and and familiar with with the Caccio. I'll switch to Caccio as I sort of was cacioing it up over here, you know, like some <laughs> Tucson fool. Okay, but. So I, I get the, the horror, and obviously the kind of mac and cheese, adult mac and cheese. The 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 point is, back in the states, cacio isn't the thing I order the most. Okay, I'm like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it it is a little. I want no. I want acidic. I want I'm a a tr- I'm a, tr- I'm a Okay. Okay, at all costs, nightly. I, I've struggled. I continually come back to Amprishana, that sort of thing. I, I, but last night at this particular place called Giulio Passimi Lolio, I think they said that the cacio with the truffle was an important dish at their restaurant specifically, and I gave myself over to the server, and said you know, what should, what should we get? And, and, but we arrived, you know, it's on a chalkboard up on the wall. You could barely read it. It's so small. There's so much of them. This is not a comical chalkboard. I mean, this is a real serious chalkboard and God, it was good. I, I mean, when, when the bruschetta arrived, just, just a piece of just bread, the toasted, it, it was so, it was so good. I'm sorry. I'm just, I haven't eaten yet today. I'm doing my essentially intermittent fasting while uh, in order to get work done. And so I cannot eat, the first couple of days we are here, it was like lunch and then the panino, the panini and then immediate nap, okay? And the whole thing, I wasn't getting any of the writing I came here to do, done. So we had to pull it back and go espresso all day and then all night we dine. I was like, okay, well, it might have to be two dinners. And then it's like, great, and that's what we'll do. Mm. But Rajoli uh Solomaria was really spectacular as well. <sighs> anyway, I got I got lost. You see, I, I do require you to tether me.
4: I'm very excited to One day we should go. I mean I think well my my question is, was the Caccio as good as you hoped?
5: Yeah, except I still think there's a simplicity to Lacaccio. And so it, it's like, to me, I mean, I was in ecstasy, but I i i tended yearn for the acidic, something cutting through. And so it had to be balanced by these other posses. No, Hmm.
4: Um, yeah,
5: I mean, that to me, um, and then I'm trying to think, what did we, oh, we got, oh, at the other one, we got this, um, anchovy pasta that was unbelievable. Um, I ran to this blog to figure out what to order in a pinch. And it was just and this semi-dried, semi-dried tomatoes uh, with the burrata. And, oh, but then what I was going to say is that I looked up when I came here, I thought, all right, Poog And so I looked up a facialist of some kind. I wanted to have an experience. And so, and I found this woman, Simona Primavera of her her side it's called Spring Touch, and I didn't need a facial while here, but I was like, "It'd be nice to have some some kind of experience if there's something special." And then I found her, and she has she has a complete. She studied in Japan from this under this this teacher, and it's a whole kind of she, in her words, plays piano. Okay, and I went this morning, and it was an absolute healing ecstasy scenario. It was breath work. It was gentle stretching. It was full piano fingers all over me. It was, it was, it was, she only has four clients a day. Are you ready for this? You're going to die. I was, I woke up late. I overslept. She snuck me in and I over fucking slept. I woke up and I was so humiliated. I almost thought of just leaving the country kind of thing. Like, uh, but you know, just like never saying anything, like hoping she would think I was, had died. And I was like, face the music. If you're comfortable with her hating you for ghosting, right, which is essentially what what it would have been, then why aren't you comfortable with her hating you for tell, like telling what happened, which is that you overslept? Why do I think one is better than the other? So I sent her the message via WhatsApp, and I said, I overslept. And she said, my next client isn't till noon. There's still time if you catch a taxi. And I did. Actually, I didn't catch a taxi, I failed to. So then I decided to walk. I walk across a bridge. I'm going. I'm going. I'm sending her screenshots of my Google Maps going. And now I'm on foot. The taxi didn't come. Okay. But I'm, I'm 10 minutes away, nine minutes away. And she just go. Okay. And I'm just thinking about how she must just whatever. And then, and then I get a, I get a message back. Walk slowly and smile to the sun. (laughs) Okay. Can you believe? And I get there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I get there. It's a tatami mat. She asks if I've been to Japan. I say no. We. She is a dream, Simone, Simona Primavera. Okay, and I'm going to post pictures. I posted a picture. It was. It was a healing session. It was completely on a different level. It was very, very special. And I was like, I will come back to Rome.
4: Wow. For her. How long was it? An hour. Wow. I had a facial at a lot of the. Tags wrote in suggesting facialists, which I appreciate. I got a microcurrent facial at Rescue Spa, which is funnily. Someone
5: sent a message saying that someone is like the uh, Michelangelo of microcurrent, I think. A sculptor. What? Of microcurrent. And I was like, about a New York facial. I thought I saw
4: something, an email or something. Anyway,
5: I was wondering if that's who it was, but go on.
4: Okay, I I have to find out who that is. But... The point is it was really nice. And she did. I had never had so much facial massage in my life, like the beating of the, yes. the beating of the cheekbones. Yes. And damn, I couldn't believe it because she, I didn't get any kind of exfoliant. I didn't get an exfoliating mask or I, I asked her not to do extractions because I'm not broken out. And I, you know, I'm doing the show or my, so I just, my face is like, I can't have my skin. I has I, I can't do crazy distractions yes. and be like healing. Anyway, my skin was so soft I couldn't understand. It's like oh, it's from her beating my face, and I'm going to get. I'm finally gonna get to face gym in a couple weeks <gasps> and do a cryo facial. Yes, where they like sculpt and lift. Yes, the goddamn face. And I have been in New York for a few weeks now, and I'm realizing aging rapidly due to walking more than I ever walk in LA with the sun beating down on me. Of course I'm wearing sunscreen, but Mm -hmm. I swear to God three horizontal lines have suddenly appeared on my forehead. Um, and I'm terrified to say the least. And my shoulders are slightly bronzed. And of course I love it. It makes me (sighs) sexual (laughs) to see the the bronze hue appearing on the shoulder, but Immediately, I feel like I've sinned. Well, but also, fuck it. Smile toward the sun. Like, come on.
5: Smile toward the sun. Although she did also tell me SPF always, which, uh, but not as a re- reaction to my face. I was, I told yeah. her and she said, absolutely. Um, and I've been a little sloppy as well. Uh, but the wrinkle you described, three wrinkles across the forehead to me, doesn't sound explicitly like, sun damage, it sounds a little bit more like repetitive movements, which I think if nightly on stage, you are performing.
4: Yeah.
5: The clown, you are going hardcore with, you're going hard with the expressions. Oh, I know. I mean, when I go hard with the expressions, you know, when I let the, um, (laughs) when I let it through me, when, when the body becomes an instrument for expression, I mean, yeah, there's going to be lines. So that's why I think, you know, the, 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 uh, massage is key
4: and and god bless you're so right and that is true i mean the show i'm doing is in many ways a clown show and so of course my face has been pulled and pushed into clown-like expression yeah for hours all week so there it you is know, a and great, that's fine a
5: great privilege and, and joy
4: The Pritchetts and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with The Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
2: Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online.
5: You know, I was thinking about it as I was lying there. I was going, um, "Fuck the skin. It's what's underneath the skin." And no, I don't mean the soul. <laughs> I mean the muscular structure and the bones and the fat. Okay, <laughs> it's wonder just wasn't. It's wonder. It's, it's what's underneath that counts. The spirit, the soul. No, the fascia. <laughs> But I just think, I think so that she was beating me and she was, you know, surprise, surprise, getting into the jaw where of course I was holding the tension and there was a lot of exhaling. It was unbelievable, Simona Primavera. And the entire, anyway, I was just, I was really taken with her and I'm very excited about it. But yeah, New York through those streets. And I do feel that you really have to hydrate when you're in New York. I mean, topically.
4: <sighs> okay, I really have to.
5: You come home at night, you massage the face, you do an oil cleanser, and then you you exfoliate, you do the whole thing, and you need to do seven layers of Korean skincare, and you'll wake up in the morning restored.
4: Okay, wow, okay, thank you.
5: If you wanna keep your instrument supple, But for the next show.
4: Well, I'm also, guess what? I want a humidifier desperately. I have a fully packaged canopy. You need it. In Los Angeles. Do I just buy one? Or hello, canopy, can you send me (laughs) another one? (laughs) You think so?
5: Well, I think, you know, you mentioned... uh, So I lost my voice at one point doing my show in New York. I got sick and...
4: I had, oh my God, oh my God, I'm breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. I had my first voice lesson of my life yesterday from a Juilliard professor, and she brought me, and I have a little Juilliard folder now in my backstage area. So it looks like I did go to fucking Juilliard.
5: Tell me what she taught you because when I lost my voice, there was talk of I had to connect with these during my show. Okay, I'm a performer now, I perform nightly. Okay. I'm, you know, I have to take care of my voice. And so I was like, I have to start using it. I can't just push, 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 right? We have to, so, so what it was, was that part of this? Was that part of this? And therefore teach me now. I want it now.
4: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Teach me. There's a whole thing I'm doing now. All right. Teach me. The straw and water and you go, you blow bubbles and you, you know, so like that. And what
5: does it do? Are you but you
4: need what's the goal? It was it's no good for your vocal cords. Okay. Mostly no clue. But it's okay. good for your vocal cords. And I did all these like mm, 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 ugh, ugh, Like I did all this shit. Yeah. And then it's true after, and then it's like involves the body too. And then after right. my instrument felt felt supple. I felt open. Wow. I, I mean, I don't know how else to tell you.
5: Oh, but what I was gonna say was, to protect the voice when you're performing nightly, you must humidify. I I feel. Yeah. If you're sleep, you know how we if you don't humidify, you wake up dry.
4: Yep. And not to mention AC, all of it.
5: Yeah, you have to. You have to. Now, I would take steams in the morning, as you know, crouch on the bottom of the shower and just inhale. But yeah, keep those. Pa- I got some some things. I got these things that went direct into the nose. You could also use like your Dr. Dennis Gross humidifier direct into the nose. Are you emailing now? Because I feel like with the delay, it might
4: be I, make, I made a note. No, I I I made I um there's something she said, I forget what it's called, but it's like a hand steamer that I have to get to steam. Yeah. yeah. I there was something very
5: small that came with specific capsules that I got at that time, I had like four different steamers and I did the research, the deep dives, the strategist and and beyond. And by the way, I'm headed to Naples. I will say, I am open to Rex. I'm headed to Naples. I'm extending my trip. When? Next week. And. Amazing. It's gonna be ecstasy.
4: I continue to pray for a a New York pass-through. I know.
5: Oh, I know. I mean I I I should hope so.
4: Let's just say I'm gonna take you I'm gonna take you out on the town and you're gonna be on the floor on the floor at the end of the night screaming for mercy because of the how happy you are.
5: <laughs> oh, I know. I mean you don't have to sell me on you. <laughs> oh, but I, I there's some places like I so there's been a couple discoveries, a couple, a couple suggestions of places, that I would like us to be able to go. One was in, I don't know if it was Iceland or Greenland or something like that, but there was something that I was like, we need to get there. It's the gold. It's the, it's the white whale. Let's go. So, if the listener is unaware, due to edits, let me say now. Kate and I have recorded with an absolutely intrusive delay of a good 9 to 13 seconds, uh, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. So the fact that there's anything being recorded at all right now, the listener should... Uh, a miracle. ...be... I don't even know what the word is. I'm So I'm loving Rome, I'm loving the food, I'm in heaven, I'm... Um, being fairly productive, writing during the day. I don't know what else to say, folks. I'm headed to Naples. Simona Primavera.
4: It's incredible. And if you, if I hear you saying that you're being fairly productive, I know that means that you're being very productive.
5: Well, perhaps. Never as much, never enough. But I actually was slightly healed of some of those concerns during my piano facial.
4: I remembered the, I'm so glad. the true self. Thank God. All right. Well, as you've said, there's a horrifying delay on this. So if you're struggling to, if you're struggling and consuming this episode, know that it's due to the delay, (laughs) Um, but I love you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I miss you. That was POOG. If you enjoyed POOG, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges.
2: Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them?